You're listening to Napa Valley College Now on NapaBroadcasting.com. Thanks for joining us once again here on Napa Broadcasting. We're going to talk a little bit about business and entrepreneurship in this program today. It seems like everywhere we turn lately, business, entrepreneurship is either underappreciated or even under siege in some quarters. But it's happening all around us. It's happening with young kids. It's happening here at Napa Valley College. And to put it all in some kind of perspective for us, I'm joined by Claudette Chateau. She teaches entrepreneurship and business here at the college. And it is my pleasure to welcome Claudette here to Napa Broadcasting for the first time. Claudette, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having me today. Well, it's great to have you here. First of all, tell us a little bit about what you teach, what the specific courses are that you teach, and then we'll talk a lot more about uh, entrepreneurship. Absolutely. I uh, currently uh, oversee the business administration department, which is also uh, has accounting, computers, and entrepreneurship courses. Uh, specifically, if you're interested in being a manager, um, business administration might be a perfect uh, degree for you. I tell my students that doesn't matter if you're interested in arts, uh, design, uh, there's business, there's always the back of the house in any industry, which would be business. Uh, we have uh, several business degrees, uh, including accounting and computer studies. We also just implemented an entrepreneurship degree. It's an AS degree, as well as several certificates. I'm also in the process of building um, an entire leadership certificate, that, which will roll into uh, a management certificate as well. Lots going on. Indeed. What are you finding lately in terms of the way in which, and we'll start with Napa Valley College students, feel about business and entrepreneurship? Well, I've, I've only been doing this for about four years, so I can only talk about my experience as students within the last four years. It might be a generational thing. Um, however, I really feel like Millennials specifically embrace entrepreneurship. They all want to own their own business. Um, all of them I don't know if it's due to social media or if it's due to uh, being a vlogger on YouTube, but they all have this notion that they're going to be rich and famous uh, if they own their own business. Of course, I'm here to encourage that, support that, but also to tell them the real deal of owning your own business and the pitfalls of owning your own business um, and you know what it what it costs in the United States healthcare wise to own your own business and there's a lot of downsides to it but a lot of pluses as well so I don't know if it's a generational thing I don't know necessarily in my generation of Everybody wanted to have quote unquote passive income. That's the term that my students seem to love. And it's really funny. We were at Oxbow Market. We were doing a scavenger hunt at Oxbow Market. And one of the restaurant owners, an older gentleman, one of the students asked him, what do you know about passive income? And he looks at him and he said, kid, I've been working hard my whole life. I don't know a thing about passive income. And I just had to laugh because it's <laughs> definitely a term that I, I hear our college students use often. What do you think that's students, and we'll, we'll stay with the college students for the moment, that, that you teach, what are they the most naive about? What is the one thing, if you had to sort of pinpoint it, that they don't get or that they come into your classes not really understanding about the reality of owning their own business? There's so much I can tell you about that. Also specifically because I teach high school age students as well. Uh, a lot of my classes, uh, the students are what we call uh, dual enrolled. They're enrolled in high school at the same time as college. I guess the biggest misconception is that marketing is free 
if they use social media, they're just going to put up some Instagram stories and the whole world is going to know about them and that marketing is easy and free. And a lot of students, when I ask them about their target audience, they'll say, well, I'm going to sell something online. So the world is my target audience. And so I really, really have to teach them about the true cost of marketing and the true cost of social media. And I also have to teach them specifically on how to really hone in on their target demographic. What about the economics? You know, we, we hear so often about kids graduating high school and some kids graduating college today that don't know how to balance their checkbook or whatever. The, you know, I don't think anybody actually does that anymore, but whatever the modern equivalent of that might be. Sure. Thank you for asking, because I'm really proud of the department and what we're doing as far as teaching personal finance. It's actually one of my favorite classes that I teach. It's Business 297. I've been teaching it the last several years online, and I'm going to tell you as a quote-unquote grown-up, uh, teaching this class has actually helped my finances. Every year, my finances get better teaching the this class. Uh, so the first time that we wanted to teach it face-to-face, -face, I was adamant that we teach it um, at our local high school. So we're teaching it face-to-face -face at New Tech High. I would say it's about 50-50 as far as high school students and traditional age college students and re-entry students. Uh, but uh, I'm really proud of the efforts we're making to teach personal finance at a young age. And I personally feel like this should be a staple class in all high schools and all colleges to teach the basic skills. And if it's not balancing your checkbook, it honestly more is about budgeting, mm -hmm. understanding costs. And I really, it's the same thing as being a business owner. Um, I, I tease and laugh about watching shows like Restaurant Impossible. And you watch these shows where the businesses are failing because they don't understand their cost of goods. They don't understand margins. They don't understand um, how to balance their accounting, mm -hmm. basic accounting principles. And so these are things that I'm teaching these students at a young age, um, high school age, we'll say, uh, how to, that's the basics, to me, the basis, a fundamental basis of owning your own business. The other part of this is the degree to which this is something that should be taught to everyone. It's interesting because even those that may not want to start their own business. Maybe they want to go to work for somebody or maybe their goal is to work for a big company or a big corporation somewhere. That, that even understanding the reality of how business works, even small business, is so helpful to, to whatever it is that you might do. And I'm going to take it back, and it's really, we call it the entrepreneur mindset. The entrepreneur mindset to me, and I tell my students this, it doesn't matter if you're thinking about starting your own business, it's the mindset of adaptability, of um, being flexible, of time management, being proactive. Um, these skills that you must have as a person, I don't know if we want to call them adulting, um, <laughs> but it's called the entrepreneur mindset. And it's something that in most of my business classes I really start with because it's the fundamentals of being successful in life, not just opening your mm -hmm. own business. One of the other things you mentioned before is leadership. Mm -hmm. Talk about the nexus between the importance of understanding leadership and teaching leadership and how it relates to these business skills. Absolutely. Again, these are life skills. And whether you want to call them the entrepreneur mindset or um, just um, soft skills, and really these are things that employers are telling us that 
students these days, young kids these days, really are coming to the job market without these skills. We don't know how to talk to each other anymore. We're, we're just so used to um, text messaging and, and the phone. I'm going to tell you something really funny. I, um, in my Business 100 class, one morning I came, you know, maybe two or three minutes before class time. And so there was a hub of students waiting outside for me. And they were all looking down on their phones. Not a single person was talking to each other. And this happened to be during the chapter of business communication. And I said, all right, guys, on Wednesday, I want you guys to put away your phones and talk to each other and network with each other. If you have business cards, bring them and learn to talk to each other. Um, basic skills like that. And leadership really ties into that. Um, I, I focus on the seven habits of highly effective people. Um, I teach that in my business classes as well as work experience. My work experience classes, we definitely have, it's worked into the curriculum. But something I'm really, really excited about is this uh, new passion project I have of teaching kindergartners and first graders uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you don't know, it's a very famous book by Stephen Covey. 25 years ago, he wrote this book. And uh, his son, Sean Covey, wrote a book called The Seven Habits of Happy Kids. So I'm using uh, those stories. So basically, it's stories about these animals that the squirrel and the skunk all have to live together and play together, and they learn these lessons along the way. And it's this fabulous uh, book that I read to kindergartners and first graders, and then there's lesson plans to help enforce that. And um, I, I'm just going to tell you, it's been life-changing for me as a parent, but to talk to other parents of these kindergartners and first graders that say, this is exactly what my kid needed. And I write these letters afterwards. I have a debrief letter for the parents called the Parents' Corner um, to help reinforce the um, habits at home. And I just feel strongly that we're not teaching these skills necessarily or focusing on these skills. The reason why I started this program at the kindergarten age is I've had a lot of experience in leadership. Um, leadership Napa Valley graduate. I'm um, I, I teach here at the Leadership Academy here on campus, and there's grown adults that are in these programs that have never had any sort of leadership training. And it's so important, right? This so important, this mindset. And I thought, what if we can start that at a younger age? What if we can start teaching these habits to kindergarten? How can that change their path? Um, and I feel like in kindergarten, a lot of times they want them to sit in these squares, but that's not always, not every student wants to sit in a square. And so um, I'm really, I'm proud of the work we're doing. Uh, the Career Education Division is actually partnered with Napa County Office of Education to try to implement this curriculum into more schools throughout Napa County. Again, it's my little passion project that you can tell I'm very excited about. Well, that's great. And we're in the midst of Entrepreneurship Week right now. What is that all about? That's right. Right. So uh, February 16th, we just kicked off National Entrepreneurship Week. Uh, today is kickoff entrepreneurship education. And um, I'm very passionate about entrepreneurship education, not just at the college level, but again, at all ages. Uh, another little passion project that I have going on is teaching the entrepreneur mindset to fifth graders. And I'm partnered with Junior Achievement. I use their curriculum at the fourth and fifth grade level uh, to teach small business practices, um, some marketing, advertising. Um, the program is named uh, the Secret Millionaires Club, 
which is actually uh, named after Warren Buffett's web series. He has a, a, kinder, uh, not a, a cartoon uh, called the... Uh, Secret Millionaires Club. And again, it's been highly successful. And it's really these kids, even at a very young age, fifth graders are talking to me about owning their own business. And um, again, they see in the media, they think it's very easy. And I'm, I'm here to <laughs> hone in those skills. And, and again, not to distract them from that, but you know, really teach them the mindset, because whether they're going to be a small business owner or not, having leadership skills, time management skills, all of those will help them be successful in life. When they talk about wanting to start their own business, does it lean towards technology, do you find today? Or is there, are there other things that they want to do? No, not necessarily technology. In fact, even with the new tech kids, you would think that the new kid, new um, tech students would actually be focused on technology. No, they actually understand that it's not just technology. They they only think of technology as a way to market themselves. They mm-hmm. only think of social media. They forget about traditional marketing. Um, they want to, they just, they don't want a boss. It's really interesting. That's really what it comes down to is they, they don't, they want to work for themselves. They also have this misconception that working from home is very glamorous and everybody thinks they want to work from home. Of course, any of us that have worked from home know how challenging that is. Um, but yeah, no, not just technology. It's see, I had one um, student uh, in my boot camp over summer. She wanted to be a seamstress. She wanted to make her own dresses, um, uh, tour guides. I mean, really anything that they have interest in. And I kind of lean them toward that. Some students don't really know what they want to do. A lot of times they just say, I want to own my own business. Mm -hmm. But they don't really know in what, and they don't really understand that they can turn their hobbies or their passion into an entrepreneurship venture. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of help them along that path. The fact that they don't want to have a boss, Mm -hmm. what is that about? What is your sense of where that comes from? I I can't tell you. I don't know. I, I don't know. When when you were young, did you think about not having a boss? I, I didn't Probably think about not, that. I didn't. No. I, I don't know if nowadays with the um, – nowadays, you know. Um, when we were growing up, obviously, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have the web store. I, I didn't when I was going through college even. And so I don't know if I necessarily thought of that. I didn't think about I could sell something online or I could, you know – I gosh – People who are entrepreneurs were inventors to me, and they, it just was so foreign to me. But I think it's just so approachable now, mm-hmm. and especially with social media and with um, entrepreneurs that you can follow online. And, and I, I don't know. I think they just see it as more approachable now. And I don't know. Is it the glamour, do you think? I, I don't, that that, that no, entrepreneurs think, today, you know, whether it's Elon Musk or, you know, you pick, yeah. that, that they're celebrated in a way that, that's appealing to young people today. Probably. A certain celebrity aspect of it, I guess. And, and is it because we're in California and we have, Maybe, s- yeah. we, you know, we're so close to the Silicon Valley and so we see all these entrepreneurs that invented something online and just created a .com and had some social media and they're a millionaire now. I, I don't know. I, I can't. It's interesting. Um Probably not, though, because, you know, this is National Entrepreneurship Week. There's, you know, entrepreneurship, uh, I think, is just more approachable, I would say. I mm-hmm. think it's just students are being raised today not to be afraid of it and right. to embrace it. And when, when you explain to them how they have to do a business plan, mm-hmm. what happens then? Uh, well, you know, 
my students come into it, most of my students come into my business classes, my entrepreneurship classes with some sort of business idea in mind. Mm-hmm. They think they know what they want what business they want to create and I really make the business planning approachable for them so we spend um, weeks you know obviously 9 to 18 weeks developing this business plan and I really chunk it out into weekly assignments um, I'm also really excited that we this semester uh, we I implemented a program called life plan and so it's what we know as um business planning software is what it was called in the old days, but now it's called Live Plan. And we've now successfully created about 50, 60 um, business plans using the software program called Live Plan. And students, of course, nowadays embrace the technology. They want to be able to have a computer prompt them. So the Live Plan really prompts them through the process. And then when you're done, it creates this amazing gorgeous 25, 45-page business plan. And I don't think they really realize it until the end when they go to print it that it has a table of contents and it has this, you know, it really, really um, turns out professional. I'm, I'm really excited because the uh, life plan, the um, the software company reached out to me, headquarters reached out to me to be, to co-present with them at a National Association for Community Colleges and Education conference in October. It's called NACI. It's an association that I'm a part of. And so because we really also help high school students with their business plan using this live plan, um, they're using us as a Napa Valley College as a success story in October at this conference. So I, I guess with technology, the students are so used to it that it's not daunting for them if we break it up, chunk it up, and really help with the, the business plan software really helps them go through a wizard, if you will. As opposed to just sitting down with a blank oh. sheet of paper or a yellow pad and say, begin. I, I, I can't even do that. Um, I, I can tell you that uh, through the Small Business Development Center, we also have uh, a workbook. We have a business plan workbook. So I give the students the workbook as well as the life plan. And, and the life plan company actually customized the computer program to match the workbook mm-hmm. so that I can walk them through the workbook. And when I walk around the class, Classroom. Very rarely do I see notes in the workbook. They're really just working online. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they embrace it, and they're they're not intimidated by it at all. And I don't think they really realize uh, how much work they've done throughout the process until, like I said, they produce a 25-page business plan that's very in-depth, and it's it's impressive. I will tell you, I'm I'm impressed with with the results that these students are doing. And what events, if any, are happening as a result of this entrepreneurship week that are either connected with the college or your class or yeah. anything else? No, yeah. So a lot of those students, the ones that were in my um, summer boot camp or in my classes, or actually anybody who is a student, any student at Napa Valley College, I really would like to tell them about a pop-up that's coming up on April 25th. So Napa Valley College has partnered with San Joaquin Delta Community College and Sierra Community College, the three colleges together collectively are putting together what we're calling a pop-up. And when you think of a pop-up, think of your local farmer's market where you have the pop-up tents, right? So um, on April 25th, which is a Thursday, Napa Valley College is actually hosting Founders Day. And during Founders Day, we're going to have student entrepreneurs actually selling or prototyping um, their their idea. Or if you uh, provide a service, you can pitch your service during this pop-up. So we are in the process of putting together an application so that students, all students, I just want to be really clear, this is not just for business students. If you're a nursing student, digital graphics design student, 
As long as you're enrolled at Napa Valley College and you have a business idea, you are welcome to participate in the pop-up market on April 25th. Sort of tied into that, a separate event, but I think they kind of work together, is Napa Valley College is hosting, I want to say it's its 11th annual business plan competition on April 27th. And this business plan competition is also open to any, actually, Napa County high school student or Napa College student uh, ages 14 to 27. And it's if you think about the show Shark Tank, that's kind of what the business plan competition is. But of course, the judges are very nice. We can call it a guppy <laughs> tank, not a shark tank. Uh, but we actually, just like Shark Tank, we actually invest in the students. So at the college um, at the college level, if you take first place, you win $1,500 cash uh, to start your business. Or at high school age, you would win $1,000 cash to start your business. Um, Again, so impressed. I've been part of this um, business plan competition well before I even started teaching here. And I'm so impressed with the the pitches, how prepared they are. Um, this is, you know, if they don't actually open their business one day, this is teaching them, again, life skills, presentation skills. Um, they have to um, pitch in front of, you know, community members. And that's intimidating for grownups as well as students. And they do really well. I'm really, really excited to, um, once again, be hosting the business plan competition. Mm-hmm. Talk about some of the businesses you've seen seen come out of this over the years. I would love to talk about that. Um, Tyler, how are you? Tyler Jackson, he was a student here at the college probably about three or four years ago. And when he originally um, pitched for the business plan competition, sorry, Tyler, I'm going to tell the world, you came in second place. And he was devastated uh, that he didn't take first place. And so uh, I was at the time a judge. I wasn't teaching here yet. And then that very next semester I was teaching, I said, hey, I remember you. You had uh, pitched for Napa Native Wine Tours. So we got to talking, and he was really discouraged by coming in second place. I'll be honest with you. He really felt like um, his plan wasn't good enough. He wasn't ready. And by the end of that semester that I was teaching him, he didn't come to his final because he was too busy with his business. It had boomed that much. He really um, became successful, and it's Napa, now Napa Native Tours. He's so successful that he had to drop Napa Native Wine Tours and just be Napa Native Tours because he's branched out to be more than just um, a tour guide for wineries. Mm -hmm. He does kayaking. He does um, he does, uh, what is that called, on horseback riding. Mm-hmm. He's partnered with Airbnb to help with the experience of helping you book your rooms. He's partnered with concierge. He has really built a large business. He's doing very well um, for being you know, a young millennial. I don't even think he's 30 yet. Doing very well here in the Napa Valley, made a name for himself. So that's Tyler Jackson. So that's a success story for a younger student. I'll talk about an older student. Um, she was much older than 27, but the rules state as long as someone in your group is from the ages of 14 to 27, you can compete in the business plan competition. She was actually a nonprofit. She was in my class a few years ago. She took a business communications class, Charlotte. And um, she pitched her idea to have, it's called a Spirit Horse Therapeutic Writing Center. It's a nonprofit writing center located in American Canyon. And her focus is with autistic children, or abused children um, to use therapeutic 
horses to help them work through um, some of the issues that they have. And um, again, she didn't take first place, but her business is thriving. Her nonprofit is thriving. And I'm so proud. I've watched her success over the last several years. And I know that Napa Valley College, in fact, she will tell anybody that um, her education through Napa Valley College, taking classes here and participating in that business plan competition really helped her hone in on her natural abilities uh, to lead this nonprofit. I'm really proud of her as well. Great stories. Thank you. <laughs> Claudette Chateau, I thank you so much for coming in and, and sharing this. Is there any information that, that people need if they want to find out more about the pop-up event or the workshops or the competition or anything else? Where can they uh, Where can they go? Where should they go? Sure. So um, obviously on the Napa Valley College page, so napavalley.edu backslash business is uh, the page that you'll find links to all of the information that I just talked about, about the pop-up, the business plan competition, also about a SBDC workshop coming up on February 28th. It's something that I'm hosting to help all business owners, not just Napa College students, but this is open to anybody in our community. It's free tools to help market your business using Google. All of that information is uh, at napavalley.edu backslash business. Claudette Chateau, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. NapaBroadcasting.com, the online radio home of Napa Valley College.